0: The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball.
1: Here's your host, Neil Solons. Hello and welcome to our latest prospect podcast. Today we chat with outfielder Roberto Hernandez with the help of translator Jeremy Sanders and also discuss Roberto with his hitting coach last year in Charleston and in the Arizona Fall League in Warner and Rincones. 22-year-old Eriberto Hernandez has been with the Rays for just more than a year after being acquired in a trade from the Texas Rangers. Having played behind the plate with Texas, he played exclusively in the outfield last year in the Rays system. Now, despite being sidelined with a broken hamate bone for part of the season, the native of the Dominican Republic hit to an eight thirty four OPS in 73 games and had 12 homers and 44 runs batted in. Now fully healthy, it's possible Hernandez could evolve into one of the top power hitters in the race system. While he no longer catches, that experience has helped him understand what pitchers are trying to do against him and could pay even greater dividends this year. When I sat down with Roberto, I first asked him to tell his story and how he first started playing baseball.
2: Yeah, that's
0: that's always been the goal. Um, my dad, when I was growing up, that was always his dream, and, and he really pushed me to do it, and, and it's been my dream as well.
1: How old were you when you started? Uh, ¿Cuántos años tenías uh, cuando uh, hizo, te hizo comenzar con el béisbol? Ocho años. <laughs> Eight years old. And, and tell me about when you signed to play baseball with the Rangers. Dime sobre cuando firmaste para jugar béisbol con los Rangers.
2: Oh, fue una noticia que no me la esperaba, pero yo sentí que que estaba empezando un gran un gran sueño de de caminar hacia la MLB y yo yo me preparé para ese momento. It was something that it was
0: Not something that I necessarily expected, but it was obviously a dream come true, and and it was something that I worked really hard to achieve and uh, to be able to start my career in Major League Baseball and and to go from there and, and
1: try to make the most of it. On your Instagram, it says, I go for everything they said I was never going to achieve. What is the significance of that? En tu Instagram dice, voy por todo lo que dijeron que nunca iba a lograr. ¿Qué es, es, es el significado de eso?
2: ¿Significado? Oh, eh, uno siempre tiene personas negativas y tiene personas positivas al lado. La, Yo siento que las dos personas son las que me hacen que yo sea mejor. Por eso nunca tengo rencor con nadie, pero yo voy por lo que dijeron que no, que no iba a lograr. There's always positive people and negative people in your life and
0: I think that both of those types of people make you the way that you are. But ultimately, I'm in this to to do all the things that they said that I couldn't so that I can make my own life better. I'm not I'm not disagreeable with anybody, but I'm here to do what I'm supposed to do and if anybody else says differently, I'm going to prove them wrong. Okay, so
1: do you play maybe with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder or or a little It's a bit idiotic. Do you, what what from your past inspires you, I guess?
0: De tu propio pasado, ¿qué es lo que te inspira dentro del terreno? ¿Tú juegas con
2: alguna inspiración uh, de gente positiva o negativa? No, yo siempre juego, puede ser un un juego pequeño, un juego grande, yo siempre juego para ganar. Esa es siempre mi inspiración, ganar, ganar, ganar. Hmm. I don't really play with
0: any inspiration other than to win. That's what inspires me. If it's a big game, if it's a small game, I'm
1: just there to try to win as much as I can. But well, last year you were um, traded to the Rays. Were you surprised? El año pasado te sorprendiste de que te cambiaran a los Rays.
2: Si. Sí, Fue una sorpresa para mí. No
0: me lo esperaba. Yeah. It was definitely a surprise. It wasn't something that I was expecting. Tell me about
2: that moment. Dime sobre este momento oh yo me sentía, yo estaba en el complejo de, de Tessa Ranger, entonces yo me cuando me dijeron esa noticia yo me sentía como que wow qué va a pasar conmigo ahora, mi compañero, voy a tener que crear una nueva compañía una, una, un nuevo entorno, ya llevo tres años en béisbol, ya conozco a todos los compañeros, ahora va a tener que empezar como de nuevo otra vez, a empezar a crear un nuevo entorno pero de verdad me sentía sorprendido y no no sabía no en ese momento como que no me sentía como no me sentía como como que estaba en el planeta en ese momento me sentía muy mi mente estaba en, en otro lugar solamente mi mente estaba en wow qué ha pasado ahora qué ha pasado ahora So I was at the Texas Rangers Academy
0: at the time that they told me about the trade and in that moment I just I thought Man, I, I have all these friends. I know all these players in the Rangers organization. I'm gonna have to create a whole new social network in my new in my new team. And and realistically, in that moment, I didn't really know where I was. I, I was. It was kind of like an out of body experience. I, I didn't feel like I was even on this planet. So I was really just worried about what was gonna happen next. And and it was a bit of a shock to the system. Did
1: it help you to come here with two teammates? Ti Te ayudo venir
2: aquí con dos compañeros, Pesade y Sí.
0: Yeah, I felt a little bit better. I felt a little bit uh, more accompanied because I was with two
1: people that I already knew well. So that made it a little bit easier. And how would you describe your first year in this organization? ¿Cómo describiría su primer año en esta organización? Organiza- oh.
2: mm, fue de verdad excelente. Buena compañía. Los coches siempre son bien bien buenos y bien atentos. Siempre están dispuestos a trabajar. Los compañeros también son bien buenos. Y yo me siento bien cómodo con esta... Con esta Organización porque me me han dado la oportunidad de jugar en una temporada larga. So, yeah, I feel really good here. I feel really comfortable. Um, It's been really
0: important for me the way that the coaches go about their business, the way that my teammates go about their business. Everybody's always ready to work and get better, and and I've gotten a lot of individual attention for that. That's really good. Um, But really, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to play full season for the first
1: time. You said that winning is very important last year you won a championship. What did that mean to you? Tu dices que ganar es lo mas importante, Mm -hmm. Uh, el año pasado ganaste un campeonato, que
2: significó para ti? Eso significa para mi mucho porque eh, esa es siempre la meta de que nosotros llegamos a sprint training, esa es siempre mi meta y yo trato de a los compañeros que me junto con ellos siempre ponerles la misma meta y siempre que estemos en la misma página. Y de verdad que me siento que mi trabajo in ese año fue, fue impresionante, dentro y fuera del terreno.
0: So yeah, it was it was
2: really a collective effort and,
0: and I'm really grateful to my teammates for that. Um, it's always been really important to me from day one to try to have a winning mentality and that doesn't really work unless all my brothers have a winning mentality too. So I tried to really surround myself with people who had that same winning mentality and I tried to make sure that the people that were around me had that same
1: attitude. What did you learn last year? Que aprendiste el año pasado?
2: Ah, uh, el año pasado aprendí de que no se puede bajar la cabeza aunque uno tenga una mala racha o tenga dos, tres juegos consecutivos malos. Crear que siempre está positivo a pesar de que no pasé por mí me por mi mejores. No tuve tan tan, tan buenas rachas en en un en un tiempo del mes. Pero yo aprendí eso, sí, que hay que estar positivo siempre, no importa pase lo que pase.
0: Perdóname, ¿te lo lo puedo repetir?
2: Sí, que yo aprendí este año que no importa la mala racha que sea, que siempre hay que estar positivo porque puede ser que tú le pases tu mala negatividad a tu compañero y que siempre hay que estar positivo, mala racha o no, hay que siempre estar positivo. Y eso yo aprendí este año, que necesito estar positivo.
0: This year, I really learned that uh, regardless of how well or poorly I'm doing, I need to remain positive because your own mood can impact your teammates. And it's really important that whether I'm playing well or I'm playing poorly, I stay positive not only for myself but for the people around me. And I didn't want to negatively impact anybody. I learned that this year.
1: You also had um, an injury for part of the year. Um, What was the injury and how do you feel now? Uh, te lesionaste el año pasado, ¿qué fue la lesión y cómo te sientes ahora?
2: <coughs> el año pasado me lesioné del del hamate bone, el hueso en la mano. Eh, pero aprende, eh, o sea. Ya yo me siento mejor, me siento me siento ready, siento que ya no tengo ese dolor que tenía antes y estoy ready para la pelea. So I had a hamate bone
0: injury in my hand. Um, But at this point, I feel better, I feel ready, I feel healed, and I feel uh, strong to go into the the next season.
1: So how do you want to improve this year? Uh, ¿Cómo quieres mejorar este año?
2: Este año, yo quiero mejorar. uh, Yo quisiera mejorar fuera del terreno, impactar a mis compañeros, y y quisiera ser un líder dentro y fuera del terreno también. Uh, que aconsejar y que y aconsejar a personas que también yo escuchar los consejos de otras personas porque a veces uno, uno aconseja a algo a alguien, pero uno sabe cómo se siente esa persona si escuchar lo que esa persona tiene para mí, eso es lo que yo quiero mejorar i
0: I'm really focused this year on on improving outside of the field. I want to be a better teammate, I want to be a better leader. I want to not only give better advice to my teammates, but also be better at receiving good advice from everybody around me. It's the sort of thing where uh, it's really easy to tell somebody what to do, but it's a little bit harder to hear somebody that's trying to help you. And I want
1: to get better at that this year. As a player, what do you see here as your strengths? ¿Cuáles son tus puntos fuertes en el jardín? En el
0: entrenamiento.
2: Yeah, in the in the in, in a, como el pateador o la defensa. Or? Yo creo que. Yo soy un buen buen jardinero porque soy muy visualizador de todo lo que está en torno, también como bateador porque también soy visualizador, a veces se levanta un piche de bullpen que yo lo estoy mirando, en mi mente ya lo estoy terminando y yo creo que yo soy muy visualizador. I'm really big on visualization. I think I'm pretty good at that,
0: and I feel really good in the outfield. I feel really good at the plate because I'm always trying to pay attention to what's going on around me to then be able to visualize the next play. If a guy is coming out of the bullpen, I'm going to watch him warming up, and I'm going to be visualizing how I can attack him.
1: What's your favorite position now? Because you were a catcher. Uh, Fue uh, uh catcher.
2: eh uh, e, e, e. ahora un jadiner que cuál es tu posición favorita? Me gustaría uh, me gusta jugar left field y right field. Sí, esas son mis posiciones favoritas.
1: My favorite positions are left field and right field. And because you were a catcher, does that help you you think as a hitter because you understand what pitchers are trying to do? Como Fuiste un catcher, eso te ayuda
2: como bateador porque tú entiendes mejor que otros jugadores lo que está tratando sí. de hacer el pitcher. Sí, yo creo que eso me ayuda porque a veces como catcher, a nosotros los catchers nos dan el pitching call, nos da, nos da un comando de picheo y a veces yo puedo ver, yo puedo ver cómo el otro equipo está atacando, atacando y en qué picheo está tirando la zona y así me preparo mejor.
0: Absolutely. It's definitely helpful. Uh, As a catcher, you learn alongside the pitchers from the pitching coaches because they're the ones that are calling the pitches at that level, and uh, you start to get a feel for how pitching coaches are getting their pitchers to attack hitters. So as it's unfolding in front of you, you have that information, and and you're better served by it.
1: And when you're not playing baseball, what do you like to do? Cuando no juegas baseball que te gusta hacer.
2: Oh... En la off season a mí me gusta siempre mantenerme practicando, pero me gusta eh, comer mucho, <laughs> eso es lo que me gusta. I I
0: love in the off season to to stay ready and to, to keep training, but as far as what I really enjoy, I love to eat. ¿No hobbies? ¿No no tienes uh, algún pasatiempo que no sea béisbol?
2: Mm, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no buen, buena suerte este año y gracias por el tiempo. Gracias.
2: Gracias a ustedes. Thank you.
1: Well, great to chat with Roberto Hernandez and certainly appreciate the assistance of Jeremy Sanders. Uh, Warner Inconis, one of his coaches, joins us now. And Warner, tell us first of all what you like about Roberto as a, as a hitter.
3: Uh, well, uh, hi, Emil. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, Heriberto is a kid that uh, is really strong. He's naturally strong. He's uh, one of the things he has is power, raw power. And uh, this year, he came to us trying to show everybody that w- what he could do. And uh, he was a little too aggressive sometimes at the beginning of the season. And then he started making some adjustments. Uh, I really like the way how he, he started making those adjustments and having better play discipline. And that way he was able to use uh, the field, the whole field and show those, uh, those good contest that he, he was trying to, to make and that power that he has.
1: You know, you mentioned this was his first year uh, with the Rays. What did
3: you learn about him? Uh, he's a kid that is really quiet. Uh, I, I learned to go on his side first to be able to create a good relationship with him. He, he was really quiet at the beginning. And uh, he was having fun with the group because some of the guys that came with him were with us in the same team. So that helped a little bit for him to open and start good conversations. But uh, yeah, I, I understood that he needs to, you need to, to go to the human side with him to make him get uh, that confidence and, uh, and be more open to, to talk. And- and
1: in terms of his hitting, you said it's the power that's most impressive? Are, are there any – or, or the, the hit tool? What would you say is best about him as a hitter?
3: Yes, uh, I think the power. And uh, he – the way how he impacts the ball is, is above average. Yeah, you see the ball flying so far when, when he impacts the ball. At the beginning, he was getting too aggressive and he was missing the ball a lot, so he struck out a lot uh, at the beginning of the season, but then little by little, he started making those adjustments, and then, uh, yeah, but the way how he, he impacts the ball is, is amazing. Uh, you, you can see some of the guys uh, with the same type of body that he is, and uh, you see him driving the ball, but when he hits the ball, the ball goes really far.
1: Do you have any good stories or memories from him of a moment that he had this year? Uh,
3: Yes, I could say uh, early in the the season, like I said before, he he was struggling a little bit because he was trying to do too much. And uh, every pitch inside, he was pulling those balls to foul territory a lot. So we faced the team early in in the season and uh, he struck out a lot against them. So when they came back to face us, he, he already made those adjustments and they were trying to come in on him and hit a ball that was over the, the, the scoreboard. And then uh, the next at bat, they were trying to go away on him and uh, he hit another homer going to right field. So uh, I asked him and he said, hey, Warren, I knew he, they were coming in on me because last time when we faced them." I did really bad against them, so I was ready for that pitch middle in. On the outside pitch, I just reacted and he hit a ball out in the same way.
1: That would lead me to believe he has a pretty good understanding of what teams are trying to do for him. That's pretty mature. How much do you think the fact that he's a former catcher helps
3: him as a hitter? I think, uh, yes, he he's that type of guy. He I remember he was one of the guys that was telling the other young players in the team about looking for some pitches. And uh, I think that really helps him because uh, he has a, an idea about how they're going to throw against him because he's been behind the play. So, yeah, I think that helps him a lot. He also had an injury this year, right? He, had a, he told me
1: he had a handmaid injury. How much do you think you learned or, or he learned from
3: the injury? And that was exactly when he was on fire. Yeah, uh, that really affected us because uh, at that moment he was really consistent and he was having a really good uh, time in the season. And uh, yeah, he came back to Florida. He was injured and he, he couldn't go back to play. It is why we, we have him going to the Arizona Fall League And then he went there. I had the opportunity to have him there because I was there this year. And he played for two or three weeks, but he was still having some kind of soreness in the hand. So he couldn't do much. And and then he got injured on his oblique in the Arizona Four League. And then we sent him home. But I think uh, it was a good learning process for him because... When he was consistent, he came back and he was more under control. When I had him in the full league, he was more under control and understanding that he didn't need to try so much with his body and uh, allow him to use the whole field more. Where can he
1: improve the most? Is it using the whole field? Is it, is it that control that you want to see more of?
3: Yes. Uh, it's more about understanding that he's strong and, and doing less is more in his case because... Instead of just trying to hit the ball out of the park, he wants to hit it so far that he tries so much with his upper body, and sometimes he gets out of the zone too early. But uh, he, he made some improvements, but I think play discipline and knowing that he can drive the ball anywhere on the field and he can drive the ball out. So, yeah, better play discipline and understanding that not using his body much and trusting his hands more will help him to be more consistent.
1: He had told me how important winning is to him.
3: What is he like as a teammate? Good. He's, he's a good teammate. He has fun in the dugout. He's, uh, you can see him with a the, with the happy face all the time. And uh, I think with the language barrier was one of the things that he maybe didn't talk much. He, he's that, that, that type of quiet guy. But when, when he's in confidence, he's really happy, and he's really open with, with his teammates.
1: You got to have him for the regular season and then the fall league. How, is he, how good is he at listening to coaches and, and, and learning new things?
3: Much better at the end of the year. Early in the season, he didn't, uh, he wasn't too open to talk, so he's, he was really quiet and uh, he didn't try many things that we told him to. He had the confidence that he could do damage at the plate, but uh, we were trying to help him to be uh, more consistent on the outside part of the play. and he didn't want it to listen at the beginning until he failed a little bit, and then he he was more receptive. But uh, toward the end, I think he, he learned a lot, and he was more open to, to listen to the coaches.
1: A lot of young players are like that, right? It takes them sometimes they have to have a little bit of struggle before they they catch on to a new idea, right?
3: Yes, that is one of the things that we have to deal with with the majority of the guys their first year in Pro Bowl because, yeah, they they come to us because they were successful either in high school, college, or in Latin America. So when they come to us, they have that confidence, sometimes a little bit of ego, thinking that they know a little more and they can do uh, or make the adjustments on their own, which is good. So, yeah, they, sometimes we need to allow them to fail a little bit to make him understand a few things that we try to help him with. And, uh, yes, it's, it happens a lot with all the younger guys.
1: He's also learning new positions, too, because he was a catcher first, and now he's playing more outfield. How was he adjusting
3: to outfield? I think he did a good job with that. Uh, he, he's still learning. He's been improving in the outfield. But uh, I think he did a better job adjusting to the outfield for what I talked to the other coaches when he, he was behind the plate. Uh, some of the guys said that it was really hard for him to make that adjustment behind the plate when he fir- first started working behind. And uh, when he, he came to the outfield, he showed some improvements right away. He's still learning to, to work on the routes to the ball, uh, first step reactions. And uh, I think one of the things he needs to keep working is having a strong uh, routine. Sometimes he, you have to rem- remind him, hey, work 100% because that is one thing that's going to help you to get to the next level and be consistent. So, But I think he, he's been improving really well in the outfield.
1: Talking to him face-to-face, he's obviously a very strong kid physically.
3: Um, how good can he be? Uh, Yes, I think he, he can be a guy that can hit 25-plus homers in, in the major leagues if he, if he stays consistent. I think he, he showed some good improvements this year, so I know it's only low A, but uh, if he's consistent uh, over the, the next few years, I think he has a chance to, to be that guy in the major leagues that can hit 25-plus homers.
1: And for this year, what would a good next
3: step be for him? Uh, probably going to uh, the next level and, and being, starting in A-ball one more year to see what he can do because he was limited on the amount of at-bats this year because of the injuries. I think uh, going there this year will help him to be to take more at bats there and, and, and show that he can go to Double A soon. So I think whatever he's going this year is going to help him to take more at bats and get a little more experience at that level to to jump to the next level.
1: Warner good stuff, and we appreciate some time talking about Herberto.
3: You no, know, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. It's, it's fun to talk about those guys and seeing them making improvements during the season.
1: We appreciate the time of Warner Rincones and Roberto Hernandez, the focus of this podcast, and Jeremy Sanders for his help in translating. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for future podcasts like this one, and we'll talk with you soon.